loves, welcome back to another episode at Interludes of Serenity. I hope you guys are having a great week. I think I'm just going to jump right into what this episode is all about. It's actually going to be three episodes. So each week, tune in because you're going to want to hear the next portion of it. Now, if you tuned in in February and you listened to the last episode, it was all about self-love, self-care. And what does that mean? What does that look like for some of us? And what are the things that we can implement? Now, these have all come about because in January, I joined the She is Ready for a New Adventure Empowerment Tour with Coach Jackie, whom you will hear in the next recordings. Um, And basically is a self-evolvement, right? How do we get through life? How do we implement new things that will get us to a new phase of who we are now that we're mothers, um, we're shifting jobs or trying to um, juggle all these hats. So in this episode, in the conversation that you guys are going to hear, we are simply four ladies who have become very good friends since joining this little adventure of ours. And we're simply having a chat. We're talking about what relationships look like. What are the things that happen within a relationship? And whom do we have relationship with, right? Is it just our husbands, our wives, significant others? Um, Do we consider our kids part of a relationship? Co-workers? As we all know, my loves, we are humans we are social beings. There's no other way to say it. Um, and because we are social beings, sometimes we say, oh, well, I like to be on my own or I can be by myself. And perhaps that is true because we all need an alone time, a downtime, but we need others. We're very capable of maintaining many meaningful relationships at a time like at multiple times different various relationships we're hardwired for that connection like not to be spiritual about it at this moment but I think that we were created that way God or the great divine whomever your faith is about we were created that way we were created to have connection So during the course of a lifetime, we have many different types of relationships, right? Our partners, our parents, our children's friends, gosh, teachers. Sometimes we have some amazing teachers and we continue to keep those friendships, co-workers, neighbors. The list continues and it evolves as we age. At the core of those relationships, though, their basic needs, right? There's love. We need to have a friendship. Sometimes we don't think that touch, intimacy, sex, all of those things play a role in the relationships that we have with these individuals. And often we make the mistake of assuming that one person should or could fulfill everything. But in reality, we know that no one is really capable of that. We need 
different personalities. We need different connections in our lives in order to have these social connections, have these meaningful things in our lives, right? To get through, to almost fill that portion of our life, right? Like the foods off of our plate, right? So when we think about the things that nourish us, it's not only our food that we ingest, but those things that are off of our plate and relationships are one of them. So thinking about that and realizing that we can tell when a relationship drains us or fulfills us. And so in the conversation that you're going to listen to, we're once again just chatting about how we feel, what we think relationships are, how do we see the roles that each person plays. And it's going to begin by our host, Jackie, Just Coach Jackie. So if you're looking up for her on Instagram, Just Coach Jackie. And you're going to be able to see that she starts the conversation with describing where her relationship is with her husband currently. Now he is facing um, a few health challenges and she's in a way becoming the main caregiver and the main provider. And she's expressing how she tackles that, how he feels and how sometimes he expresses. And then now that his role is shifting. So why don't we stop it there? Enjoy the conversation. It's going to be a little while. We're going to jump back and forth. Stay with us and I'll be right back to close it off and give you in a little bit of an insight to what will be next. Listen up. Level because now everything you thought that you may have dealt with when you were just having a normal relationship, now you have to go through all over again because they may have unresolved issues or you may have unresolved issues and when you approach it, it's just not going to be the way it was before. So that becomes a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Now you have to approach things in a different way. I know he resents not working. Mm-hmm. He resents it. There's no taking that away. Mm-hmm. You know, he resents the fact that I used to work, come home, and I didn't have to do all of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to clean. I didn't have to wash clothes. I didn't have to do any of that. Mm-hmm. And now it's more of a I'm just sitting here doing nothing. What am I going to do? I'll be like, mm, cook. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> like losing his, his male identity, right? Yes. Yeah. Society yeah. puts them as males wouldn't do yeah. all yeah. of these other things that women are trained to do. Yeah. 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 So he's now probably looking at himself like, well, this is not the relationship that I signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was yeah. supposed to be the man of the house. Yes. And bring in the income. Yes. And, take care and of you got it. the rest. You got yeah. the kids. You got the house. Mm-hmm. And your little job if you want yeah. to. But yeah. So yeah, relationships are challenging. And I guess the whole thing is the relationship itself mm-hmm. while we bring other people in. Yeah. Into mm-hmm. our life. Yeah. And then you pick and choose who you're allowing in and how deep you're allowing them in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other <laughs> that's a whole other screen <laughs> wow so <laughs> so 
before we get going, we know that our hostess is Miss Jackie here. Miss Jackie, <laughs> from our last two meetings, which have been different each one, right? Our first one was kind of like, we're getting into this. What are we going to do for the next six months? And then our second one presented the challenge of both of us, yourself yeah. and me, having this new health conditions that were like, what the heck, where the heck you're yeah. coming from and why? So we had a shifted. I think you ladies went on a walk and then Jesse and I did as well. Mm-hmm. Where do you find yourselves from that point when we started to where we are today? Like, are you feeling that any of those things we discussed you're kind of implementing or you were able to catch yourself on different changes and, and make a change or your goals are more defined to you as the days go on and the year gets, what do you guys think? I mean, I'm, I'm more aware or focused on, how do I say, I guess my issues or things that um hinder me. Mm-hmm from maybe moving forward or being where I want to be. So I'm aware. I guess now it's the making the moves or the changes to get me going, keep me going, mm-hmm. you know? So so to kind of remain consistent in yeah. acknowledging yourself, your relationship with yourself and those that have been around you that have affected the way you act upon stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Or even finding my place, like I tend to find myself, or I feel like whatever I'm doing is always what someone else thinks I should be doing, mm-hmm. how I should be doing it, and it could be anybody, mm-hmm. you know. And that frustrates me because then I'm like, damn, but is that what I was born for? Just to sit and do and be wherever, however other people want me to be? Like, who am I? What's my purpose where's my place you know so I get caught up in that a lot which is not good either because then you know everything around me you know I don't give the proper attention or whatever it is I I know I should be doing and it I flip-flop which is why I know I have to like stay focused and just I guess navigate the path as it leads before me (laughs) I don't know yeah it makes a lot of sense right Mm -hmm. I think we all we all have a form of that yes Right, because we're not, we don't come into this world with a manual. That's number one. And so we come into a family that has already their dynamics, as I like to say. And then they're raising us based on what they've lived. And then that kind of molds us into what we're going to now believe. And no one says to us, well, you have to find your voice. I think that's something that is just now coming to surface where people are saying hey find your voice know who you are as a woman why should you undermine your feelings or what you want or your belief in a certain situation or in that particular relationship whether it's with your kids your spouse your co-workers your friends Mm -hmm. have your voice why should i step back and let someone else in is like i'm irrelevant to what's happening yeah i think that um and i and i speak from my own perspective in that is that I also feel that faith Mm -hmm. plays a big role on how you're raised, right? Right. Because now you're just not going applying the moral values that you were taught, but now you're going through moral values that you believe in because of your faith, right? So when it comes to confronting people and 
you know, speaking in your own voice and mm -hmm. defining that, you have your inner voice telling you, well, you know, if you're a good Christian, you wouldn't go about it in that oh, wow. form, mm -hmm. you know? So it, it's, it's, it's another facet when it comes to dealing with relationships because that becomes a primary goal now because you don't want to be a bad Christian. But then you're like, I lose my voice along the way because I'm not telling, I'm not saying what I really think or what I really feel because I'm suppressing it. That's funny you say that. Right? <laughs> yeah, because you're saying it and I'm thinking back to that young 15-year-old girl that left home because of whatever my reasons may have been. And I fell into a relationship that it was two young people not really knowing anything about life, but we kind of like each other or at the time you're thinking you're so in love. And then this person has a certain character and now domestic abuse begins. Mm -hmm. And because you've been raised in a Christian home where you saw the leader of that home refrain from a lot of things, right? And just take the badgering from the other end of that relationship because he was a Christian man. Mm -hmm. And you don't break your home, right? You stay because God is going to be in control. So you lose your voice. Mm -hmm. You tame it down to say, I'm I'm living this because that's the card I was dealt. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to take it until God probably shows at my door and says, step out. Mm -hmm. And that's really not how not, it goes. Not at all. But to make note to what you're saying, our spirituality, our faith, growing and what our family believes and has a lot to do with that and just as you're saying i'm thinking oh, that is so true yeah because if i would have never had the thought of well my dad took a lot mm -hmm. and he just kept on saying god knows everything god will take care of everything and when you commit to someone and when you marry someone and you give you you try your best and you stick to it until god says no more and here I was waiting for that no more sign as though it was going to come at my door and be like, okay, ahora now, let's go. Mm -hmm. Right? So that was a good 10 years of just taking it, waiting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but nobody told me, uh, it's one thing to have faith. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to give yourself in a relationship that is worth it. Yes. Right? That both partners are doing the same. And if it's not equal, then what's the problem? Why isn't it equal? Mm -hmm. Step out because God will be okay with that as well because he's got you. Yeah. 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 Which comes into the whole purpose, like um, Jesse said about purpose. You know, like mm -hmm. when we think about what our purpose is in life, right? Well, that's uh, self-discovery along the way because in, in essence, you, we do come with a purpose. You're on this earth for a purpose. Begin with so self-discovery becomes walking along that path and then weeding out what's not right and keep moving that and then you keep seeing the path more clearer and you're able to continue forward you know and, and i think that's a very applicable mm -hmm. approach when it comes to dealing with relationships right mm -hmm. like is this person feeding me um positivity mm -hmm. something that's nourishing because not everybody comes in this perfect little package for sure right I mean, sometimes, all. <laughs> sometimes they're like oh whoa let's keep this one wrapped up on a little <laughs> isn't that the truth that's the truth right? my husband says that all the time he's like where were you when i was 
young and doing my thing out there as I like to say, your papi chulo days, you know, <laughs> you're I'm fit and I'm cute and I'm this and I'm that. He's like, yeah, where were you? Because here I am playing the field left and right. Now I've made the mistake of having a couple of drinks. I got three kids that I'm like, whoa, where'd you come from? <laughs> and with different partners and I still can't find my right soulmate. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you, you waited till I was like, in my mid 40s to finally show up but i don't think the young one would have been able to appreciate or handle yeah that and probably would have ruined it yeah and that's, that's what i said to him i'm glad you make that no so jesse true. i said to him because at that point you number one were still in the mindset of i'm a young guy uh-huh. so you would not have been able to appreciate me as the woman that i was becoming and at that point i was about 15 years younger than you probably still in the mix of this domestic abuse so i'm gonna come with a lot of drama that i'm not ready to accept you and we're gonna be a hot mess Mm -hmm. so the relationship is not gonna be founded in anything healthy Mm -hmm. so again the faith comes in to say well god puts you in the time when you're both prepared for each other as weird as that may sound that reminds me of last night we were watching a show and in the show basically the girl was like getting a divorce and she just started like kind of thinking you know maybe there are different people for different seasons of your life or like different right. versions of you right and i was like yeah so true and yeah. my husband looks at me he's like what are you trying to say like you know it might just for the season i'm like no and then in our case as like at ahora, you know yeah we have had so many different seasons, but we've been able to manage each other through the seasons. There's different, there's people that have to go through different people in different seasons, but so far, I mean, you have been able to like evolve together. Mm-hmm. So it's true what you're saying. Like you, you and your husband met now because you guys are in a different season of your life. And this is the time you guys deserve each other. Right. Yeah. Picture that. That would have been a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> girl. I'm like, can you say what? Bro, bro. Where's the bat? Because <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> so, yeah, we always are destined and designed for the timing that God has written for us. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And it's also true. I want to. That's a very good point mm-hmm. where we do go through um, seasons, different seasons in our life. And in a marriage, that's exactly what you go through. You go through many different oh, seasons. Yes. Like there's a lot of winters and there's <laughs> great summers and lots of awesome spring and fall. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Um, but then the idea is how do you navigate those seasons together? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's that's important in a marriage because you need to learn how to be able to coexist during those time periods and keep moving along yeah. you know where some people get a little stagnant on one particular season and then they're not able to get past that you yeah. know and i think that's important because for us we're ever evolving and we're required to be we were created by design mm-hmm. to be personable to be interconnected with other people mm-hmm. yeah so when we think about it you know you need people and i know there's a lot of people i'm for me mm-hmm. i like to be on my own mm-hmm. you know like i don't mind being home alone mm-hmm. i'm good with it mm-hmm. like i find so many things to keep myself busy i'm like whoa it's okay i didn't even realize there was nobody there yeah. but <laughs> but the reality is that there we do need people we do need that interdependence because that's our design mm-hmm. you know that's how we were created mm-hmm. so can you imagine you know now you're in a marriage but you have to balance that 
you know, where you need to create that little space for yourself, but at the same time, you still have to create that space to be together for that intimacy, because intimacy is not just about, you know, sexual things. It's intimacy is more about how do we, you know, connect in other levels, right? So I find that in relationships, that's a big component, like, especially when it's significant you know mm-hmm. like, that takes a whole new world into navigate you know and, and i think it's a good point you know because some people just come into your life for a season mm-hmm. they do that reminds me too like in the beginning of my relationship um i reached out to jackie because i was like you know is this the man that's right for me and yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. and i didn't really i don't really like to talk about my problems especially with family and stuff like that yeah but i felt so hopeless and i reached out to jackie and i remember and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, he's jumping from job to job. Like, is this really the person that I should be with? Like, when we do get married and have children, like, is he going to be able to support me? Mm-hmm. And something that you said, and it will forever stick with me, was there's going to be times where you're going to be doing amazing and he's not. And there's going to be times where he's going to be doing amazing and you're not. And, like, that's where you guys have to kind of find that balance. You know, you didn't tell me, like, you should stay with him, but you shouldn't. But you kind of brought that up. And now he's really, like, he's, like, the head of household. Like, I'm able to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, it was just a whole turnaround. And I didn't see that back then. But I put that into consideration. Like, it's true. Like, it's not always going to be like this. It's it's always going to be ups and downs. And just reminding me of that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, and the fact Mm -hmm. that in relationships, sometimes we have to give something up. Yeah. Uh, Right? Mm -hmm. To hear the other person's voice at that moment mm-hmm. of whatever is happening mm-hmm. and kind of do I need to step back and let this evolve to see where this is going to go yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even with our own kids I think as they're going through their little different mm-hmm. stages of life mm-hmm. we're kind of like damn do I smother the situation mm-hmm. or do I let it go mm-hmm. and let it come to full fruition and see what happens like what are they made of what can they do what did yes. I teach them and that is very, very scary. I speak out of experience mm-hmm. because I've said it before. And if she hears this, Lord help me. <laughs> but my baby girl was my challenge where she had a very strong or has a very strong character. And I had moments where I had to be like, oh, tu quiere caer? Knock yourself out. <laughs> Bang that head against that concrete and let me know next. Uh-huh. And then there were moments where like, no, 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 don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. And you grab them, and then what was the lesson? Mm-hmm. Who and are you Who are you really hurting? That's what I I'm hurting me. My husband a lot. I'm like, you can't save the world. Even Jesus didn't say yes to everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. If you are always keeping people from scraping their knees, they will never learn, and they will never grow. Mm-hmm. And all you're doing is hurting yourself and hurting them. So you're killing two birds with one stone and not in a positive way. Mm-hmm. You have to let... You just step back, keep people in prayer, and when you're needed, you'll know that you're needed. Mm -hmm. But it's not that every day, every time, oh, I got you, don't worry about it. No, no, I'll do it for you. No, no, don't. And then that's where you come in and how am I building this, as you mentioned here, Jackie, what is a healthy relationship? How do we know what it is, Mm -hmm. right? So if you had to think about it, what really is healthy? Mm -hmm. To me, I think healthy would be that we could have a communication uh-huh. that I can come to you and say, this is how I feel about what you said, right? And for yourself now, especially for us women, 
men are the head of the household, yeah, probably because they can get paid more. But I really think that we run it. Yeah, I agree. for sure. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> because if we are in a mood, well, we're setting the mood for that household. Mm -hmm. If we felt a little insecure about what's coming in through the door with finances, then we're going to reflect it in every way and they're going to feel it somehow. Yeah. Right? So to me, again, healthy is how do I build and building this communication where I can come to you and say, babe, or to your kids, hey, this is how I felt about what you said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me not assume that this is where you were headed. Mm -hmm. Tell me, mm -hmm. what is it that you're looking for me to bring to the table? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not a mind reader. Mm -hmm. And you're an individual. And you're your own energy. And God has your own story written. Mm -hmm. And he's uniting us. So if I don't hear you, I don't know what I'm supposed to play. Mm -hmm. So that to me is like healthy. Mm -hmm. Communicate. Yes. Know that your love is because I'm going to love you for who you are. And all these little tweaks that we got to do along the way, mm -hmm. I may have to tweak myself as well. Because mm -hmm. I'm not perfect. So owning what you bring to the table yeah, in every relationship. Gosh, even with your dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring my dog into this because she's become very, very mommy. <laughs> all so about mommy. And I'm like, when did this happen? Uh, right? Because initially, she's isn't she Jaden's dog? But initially, she was his dog and she was all about him. And now I walk in through the door. She sees no one else coming behind me. The whole world is about mommy. And just last night as Phil and I were hanging out, I said, why is this dog all over me? And it hit me. It was the relationship I built with her when she got sick in the summer. Um, she saw me as that person that was there to clean up after her, to hold her, to cuddle her, take her to the doctors, give her her medicine, fight with her. It was a relationship built. This is what you need. So this is what I'm going to give you now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got a little too much, but, you know, mm -hmm. that was our healthy bonding. Mm -hmm. So, right. What would you say is, would you agree that that's like a healthy, Yeah. what our I mean, healthy relationships are supposed to be? I, I think people sell themselves on this idea of you got to make me happy. And if you're not making me happy, we're done. Right. And that's mm -hmm. why there's so much failure in oh, relationships. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's not about the person making you happy. It's about you. If both go into it saying, how can I make you happy? Mm -hmm. Everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. Because you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about the other person. Mm -hmm. But if both people go in saying, "What? how are you going to make me happy? Mm -hmm. You're never going to be happy. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be willing to compromise. You have to know that it's a decision. People think love is butterflies. No, love is a decision. It's an action. So that mm -hmm. means every day you have to choose it and you have to do your part. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, you know, right. it's, it's not always going to be good. It's going to be bad. Mm -hmm. But you got to work together. Because mm -hmm. me and my husband, we laugh all the time because when he, like she said, when he's up, I'm down. And when mm -hmm. I'm up, he's down. Like emotionally. That's mm -hmm. usually for us how mm -hmm. it is. And so I got to be like, Baby, it's okay. You got this. Don't worry about it. You're strong. You know what you're doing. This and that. And I got to motivate him. Mm -hmm. And then, then the next day is going to be me that's going to be like, Frank, crap. He's like, babe, stop it. You're going to do this. You got it going. Look at all the things. That, and that's how we go. That's just life. Mm -hmm. But to sell ourselves the idea that it's going to be all fairy tales and fabulous, yeah. and that's a lie. It's mm -hmm. a lie. And that's why I tell my son now, Justin, he's 
you know, he gave his girl a promise ring and he wants to go down that road. I mean, well, you guys got to know that this is not fairyland. This is commitment. This mm -hmm. is compromise. This is communication above all else. And God mm -hmm. has to be at the center, mm -hmm. you know, because if not, it's not going to work. Yeah. You know, and it's true. It's true. And what you're saying that we have to have, it's an action word, right? We choose to love that person. And if we love them, we don't have to wait for them to specifically tell me this is what I want and this is how I want it. Because along the way, you know their needs and what's not needed. So to some degree, you, you're familiar with them, right? Because I look at that in, in essence with my husband. Okay, I, I know him, but there's times where I need to be like, do you need this at this moment? Mm -hmm. So is that one to communicate, to connect with him and say, hey, how are you feeling? Like, do you need yeah, this, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But you also find that some people don't automatically express that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's not like yeah. my husband and I have that conversation yeah. a lot mm -hmm. because he expects people to see his struggles or what he needs and mm. just act on it because that's how he is yeah and i always say everybody is not the same what's clear and bright lights to you to somebody they're completely blind yeah mm -hmm. and not because they're selfish yes sometimes people are selfish they don't care but a lot of times it's not even that it's just it's not they don't work that way yeah so you have to speak you have to say hey mm -hmm. listen mm -hmm. i need this please yeah. you know and yeah I guarantee you they'll step in but yeah. if you don't speak up you know now you're going to be miserable because you're not saying it you're expecting them to see it they don't see it because they see you a certain way like you're the yeah. strong one you yeah carry everything yes. so you make that person feel secure that way mm -hmm. so it's hard to see when you're in need so mm -hmm. you have to speak up you know mm -hmm. it's not that nobody cares et cetera, yeah et cetera, you're right you know yeah you're right mm -hmm. And that even I think applies not just to um, significant others and our kids, but mm -hmm. I think also in friendships, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, um, right. Oh. Like friendships, I, mm -hmm. it's you have to be able to say, hey, you know, like mm -hmm. wait a minute, like what's going on, you know? Because maybe there is something going on behind the scenes that they may not be ready to tell you, you mm -hmm. know, or willing to tell you. But the mere fact that you stepped out and said, hey. I see there's something a little off, you know, do you need me? Do you, you want to talk about it? Mm -hmm. That gives them the opportunity or at least the ability to know mm -hmm. that you're willing to help, mm -hmm. that you're willing to step in there and, and help them out. And I find that to be, you know, important. Yeah. Or sometimes when we have friends that we've had for a very long time mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you either move to a different place or you're in a new relationship and now you're building on that so there's a little separation between you guys mm -hmm. and this friend comes back into your life whether it's through a party or however and you begin to connect again and the person wants to come at you as the person they used to know yeah not whom you are today based on if you have done any kind of self-healing work mm -hmm. or within the relationship that you're living because we take right we're connections we're relationship connections so we're taking off of that person that is now molding into who we are becoming mm -hmm. and even when we have kids now we take theirs mm -hmm. a new job that's a new experience so we're molding into a different thing and this person comes into your life mm -hmm. again and wants to treat or act or speak to you in a way that could have been okay at that other time of your life mm -hmm. so how do you 
molded? How do you continue having that friendship without hurting that person's feelings? Like, I'm not that person right now. So change your shift with me. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where that seasonal thing really matters and comes into play, right? right? Because when you marry someone, that's supposed to be a lifetime commitment mm -hmm. that you work at, right? Mm -hmm. But friendships is different. Friendships, some people truly are there just for a season and then that's it. Oh, yeah. And others are there for a lifetime. Yes. Yeah. And oh so God, you yes. have to see, okay, if that's like she said, if that's how they're treating me now and they can't see the growth, they can't see, you know, who I am now and accept it, yeah. then maybe that was just a seasonal thing. And mm -hmm. not that you're going to just completely shut them out and dismiss mm -hmm. them. But, you know, it's like when you know, okay, I can talk to this person about my personal issues. This person is only good for shopping. That person is only good yes. for outdoor. You know, uh -huh. it's not that you close them off, but you know your limits with each person. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So your boundaries. Your boundaries. Yes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> this is getting good. Is so your boundaries with each individual person that crosses through your life. Yeah. yeah. Right? What will I accept from you? And what I will not. What I will not what I probably accepted from you back then, like even with our own parents. Mm -hmm. Hello. Yeah. That's a whole topic for itself. <laughs> but it's the boundary and how do we know when to set it? How do we express it? And where do we go from there? You know what I mean? Wow. Now, wasn't that an awesome, raw, heartfelt conversation that we can all in some form, shape, or manner relate to. As you can hear, my loves, we all face challenges and obstacles in our relationships every day throughout our life, right? Even from the time that we are little children building bonds and relationship with families and our parents, our siblings, we face challenges, we have obstacles. And, and they're not so easy to navigate through, right? They're, they're hella hard. And when, and then when you think about it, we now have our unique perspective, our lifestyles, our values, priorities, backgrounds, and even our own attachment style. When all of that is in the mix, it can lead to a lot of miscommunication and many hurt feelings. However, we also hear in this conversation all the lessons learned as these four women have been navigating their life and their relationships. I mean, weren't they humbling moments? Weren't there moments that you were like, yeah, I've seen myself like that, or I've gone through something similar. And even there were moments where in that conversation, I thought, wow, now that you mentioned that, I never thought about it. I never thought about my dad's position as a Christian man and why I perhaps stayed so long in that domestic abuse, right? So listening to four common women, just like all of you have this conversation, 
I would hope that it brings some enlightenment, right? Like it, it helps you see that you're not alone. And so at the same time though, it helps us realize and accept what we bring to the table while we're in the relationship, right? Because it's not just because we have this other person coming into our life or a part of our life that the only thing here and the only thing that's active here is what roles they play. But at the same time, what role do we play? So again, that goes back to our perspective, our lifestyles, our background, how we grew up. All of those things play a role in the relationships that we have. So how do we begin to build healthy relationships? Well, my friends, as you guys heard at the ending of the conversation, where I cut it right there to leave you hanging in that little thriller, boundaries. How do we set those boundaries up? How do we tell someone that we've been in a relationship with for so long? I'm changing. And these are my new boundaries. How do we express to our kids, this is what I would like or this is how I want to see things go or can you meet me halfway? How do we, how do we express these things? How do we go back to our parents and say, I'm now a full-blown adult and I will accept the following from you and I will accept or I won't accept, excuse me, the following. That's kind of hard, right? When you think about it, you're kind of like, a little too much for me and I don't think I'm willing to go there but the more I think about it and the more I listen to our conversations the way we begin to set boundaries is number one I think we need to accept the roles that these people are playing in our lives Are they here temporarily? How did they get here? Where am I today? So almost like owning our own mess, right? Understanding our own mess, tuning into ourselves first before we can know what we're navigating here. And then implement the best thing ever communication so I don't have to come to someone and say you really get on my damn nerves and that's it I'm done with you but if I know this person and I want to keep this relationship with this person or I want to nurture this relationship how am I going to go about expressing it so let me find our communication style right let me express to them in the most loving way that I know how where I am today what I heard them say or what their actions showed me and how I internalized it, how it made me feel and build on that. So expressing how we're feeling at the moment, I think it's one of the best things that we could do to begin setting boundaries to evolve, to grow, and to nurture our relationships so that they become healthy ones. So instead of stealing joy and energy from us, 
the healthier because we feel comfortable with coming to speak to that person. It's almost like Jesse, one of the girls in the conversation, mentioned sometimes we have different relationships for different people with different people and we say things to one person that we wouldn't say to another so that's also building healthy relationships because certain people are not at the capacity perhaps at the moment to handle what you're going through and if you just lash it out well then now you destroyed a relationship that could have evolved into something better if we just took the moment to think are they ready to hear me to understand where I'm at or should I step back and perhaps speak to someone who I can relate in this particular moment to and maybe they can advise me or help me get my thoughts through to tackle and speak to this other person that I need to share this with So again, it's really about communication, speaking from a place of love, knowing where you are, where you are at the current moment in your life, not 10-year-old you, 20-year-old you, right? Because every 10 years, every couple of years, really, we change, we evolve. So not with that version of you, but with the version of you today that has taken on those experiences and has grown and matured from them. And if you're still working on them, that's okay. That's growth as well. You acknowledge and you know that you're still doing the work internally, that you're still carrying some baggage that you're willing to let go. But you're gonna begin by setting a boundary. You're gonna communicate in the most loving possible way. So take inventory, my love, of the roles that are being played here and with whom. Always be willing to shed light on the situation. Don't don't shut off and say, I'm not going to tackle this. Perhaps at the moment, if the conversations are intense, if the feelings were hurt, it's okay to step away. That's also building a healthy relationship. Let the person know why you're stepping away. You know what? I'm going to take a minute and I'm going to think about what you just expressed, what you just said. Because the way I'm taking it right now is hurting me a bit. So allow me to just think about what you said. Let me step away and think about it. It's hard. Believe me, I know. (laughs) For those of you that may know me that are listening and you're like, yeah, Maddie is a spitfire. So it's taken me a while to know when I need to stop. <clears throat> Sorry. And listen to the other person and take in what they're saying, what they're expressing, and know what I brought to the table. So it's okay to ask for the time. In essence, my love, we're building on these boundaries so that we can communicate better in order to build these healthy relationships that make up a part of our life, that make up our health, our overall health. Because believe it or not, relationships do make up a part of your health. So I think that's all I'm going to leave you guys with this week. Right? I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I hope that you were able to relate and you saw yourself 
somewhere in the mix of the laughter, the pain points, the growth. And know that you're not alone, that we're all in this world together, chucking away, trying to grow, trying to make it through, trying to evolve every day to become a better person every day. I truly hope that you enjoyed it, that this episode served you in some form to see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, that relationships don't have to remain the same, that they can be changed, that those that don't serve you can be removed, and that sometimes people are in your life for just specific seasons, and that's okay too. You're not alone. Enjoy the growth. And each time, learn the lesson so that you can let it go and come to a full fruition of yourself. Stay tuned for the next episode where we're going to dive in a little deeper and really just listen to our experiences and you enjoy them. I hope that you get something from them that you're able to see yourself and relate in them. So tune in next week because I guarantee you, you are going to want to listen to it. Join us in the part two of our combo and take the adventure to navigate through the peaks and the valleys of our relationships. I'll talk to you guys next week. I wish you a very blessed week and that you enjoy the journey that you're on, my loves. Have a blessed week. Ciao.